Buenos dias. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 22nd of April, 2021. We're here to let you know what's going down in Argentina, not just this week, but every single week from now on forever. Can't kick off this update without touching base on the new restrictions that President Alberto Fernandez introduced this week. He announced after a dramatic surge in COVID-19 infections in a bid to navigate the so-called second wave of the pandemic. Pre-existing nighttime curfew in the Buenos Aires metropolitan area, AMBA, was extended from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. for those not considered essential workers, with shops, bars, and restaurants closing at 7 p.m. All recreational, social, cultural, sports, and religious activities in closed places, including shopping malls, are suspended in the region, and the use of public transportation is now restricted to essential workers. The list of new measures comes after some members of the government's Coronavirus Advisory Commission suggested a full lockdown to protect the healthcare system, which is coming under increasing strain. In fact, the health ministry recommended earlier this week that institutions reschedule surgeries that can be postponed and sustained outpatient care and prevention actions in order to prioritize COVID-19 patients. But of course, the most controversial measure was the suspension of in-person classes at all educational levels only two months after reopening. This was met with such fierce criticism from the public that protests in and around Buenos Aires have been going on for days. On Sunday the 18th, Buenos Aires City Mayor Horacio Rodriguez Larreta, who has made his position against the suspension of in-person classes clear, announced that he would adhere to a ruling earlier in the day by a city appeals court that supported the federal capital's autonomy on the issue. Schools in the capital welcomed students all throughout the week in defiance of President Albert Fernandez's wishes. Those against the reopening deemed the ruling by the city hall unconstitutional, claiming it can't have validity over a presidential decree of necessity and urgency or a DNU. On that note, Rodriguez Larreta's government has also filed an appeal with the Supreme Court, which has declared itself competent to take on the issue and settle the education row between the Buenos Aires city government and the national government. Reports in local outlets on Monday said a ruling could be issued this week, though there is no set deadline in place for a decision. In any case, these restrictions will be in place until at least the 30th of April. With strong resistance coming from the opposition and other groups added to the occupancy of ICU beds in the AMBA region reached 74.3% on Saturday, the pressure on getting more vaccines is now heavier than ever. Obtaining the necessary volume has been difficult for Argentina and approximately 8 million doses for a 45 million population have been secured. People are anxiously awaiting more vaccines, Between Sunday and Monday, the country welcomed a new shipment of 800,000 doses of Russia's Sputnik V from the Gamaleya Laboratory and 864,000 from the AstraZeneca Laboratory as part of the World Health Organization's COVAX scheme. These doses, which arrived on a flight from the Netherlands, come from the 9 million vaccines acquired by Argentina. This is the second shipment following on from some 218,000 doses received in March. In light of these new shipments, the Buenos Aires city government kicked off the third stage of the coronavirus vaccination plan with a subgroup of over 65 years of age, which is estimated to be around 140,000 people. They can now register on the official website to get vaccinated. 
although the government hasn't secured as many vaccines as they'd promised at the start of this year, there's light at the end of the tunnel. The Argentinian pharmaceutical firm Laboratorios Richmond confirmed that local mass production of the Russia Sputnik V vaccine will begin in June. This deal will give Argentina the opportunity to advance in the fight against the pandemic, not only in the country, but also in Latin America, as the doses could be exported to countries in the region at a later stage. The pharmaceutical firm said on Tuesday that it has produced the first local batch of the Sputnik V vaccine and will be dispatching it to Moscow for quality control checks immediately. But until most of the population is vaccinated, we can expect new measures to be announced. With the tightening of restrictions, the government is considering new efforts to help tenants. On the 1st of April, the rent freeze with the suspension of evictions that had been in place since last year has expired, and we have yet to see if it will be renewed. But while commercial activity slows down, the informal financial markets are anything but dead. By managing the transactions that Argentinians use to pay dollars in spite of the limits that the government imposes on obtaining foreign currencies, parallel market currency brokerages, or or CUEVAS, are taking in record profits. At least five firms have reported income increases of more than 500% last year, which means that more companies and people are resorting to the black market to buy dollars. We can see that people stopped investing in mutual funds and timed deposits and are dollarizing their portfolios in fear that the peso will weaken even further. This helped give the formal banking sector its worst performance in 13 years. Meanwhile, inflation speeds up with the highest inflation rate in 18 months, 4.8%. Experts believe that this may prompt the government to tighten its controls over companies. Last Thursday, for instance, the economic cabinet launched concrete measures to contain the rise in prices in the food sector and guarantee the supply of food, inputs, and industrial goods. Amid rising inflation, however, there's some positive news. The Senate gave final approval to the bill increasing the income tax floor to a gross salary of 150,000 pesos. This will benefit almost a million and a half workers and 400,000 pensioners. A similar reform will also help most companies as the government is expected to lower the income tax for 90% of small and medium-sized companies, reducing the rate from 35 to 25% of their net earnings. Among all the decisions that the government made in the last few days, this is perhaps the only one that was met with contentment from the vast majority of Argentinians. This is likely a relief for the governing party as the midterm elections approach. Speaking of midterm elections, the primaries, which are supposed to be taking place in August 2021, now stand at a crossroads between postponement, suspension, and even elimination due to public health realities. Neither the government nor the opposition speaks with a single voice on the issue, but many agree that the later the voters go to the polls, the more of them will need to have been vaccinated. It's pretty irrefutable, so pushback is likely, although yet to be confirmed. Another thing that's also hanging by a thread is Copa America. The president urged caution ahead of the football tournament, which Argentina is due to co-host with Colombia. After being postponed 12 months, the opening match of the South American tournament is expected to be played on June 13th. However, Fernandez said during an interview this week that he still has to see how things evolve, especially considering the significant surge in COVID-19 cases among local football players. However, Sinovac announced that it will donate 50,000 vaccine doses to 
CONMEBOL, the South American football governing body, ahead of the June-July showpiece to be given to the men's and women's squads taking part in top-level competition. This immunization effort may iron out any concerns about footballers traveling abroad, thus allowing the Copa America to carry on with relative normalcy. On that note, international travel is still facing complications. All flights from Brazil, Chile, and Mexico are suspended due to concerns regarding new strains and trips by tourists in general are no longer authorized. According to the cabinet chief Santiago Cafiero, the country's borders will be closed for tourism, so anybody who is not Argentinian or a resident of Argentina may want to enter national territory for tourism purposes. They are no longer able to do so. Travelers returning to Argentina from overseas will also face testing before boarding a flight upon arrival and seven days after landing. The cost of all three PCR tests are to be paid by those seeking to re-enter the country. All things considered, it's fair to say the next couple of weeks in Argentina won't come without their challenges, but we'll be here to keep you updated and informed. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to share it with your friends. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Leave a review for us. Tell us about them. You can also email us with any recommendations, questions, or anything else you want at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Nos vemos. Thank you.